Let's talk about gender roles in African relationships. Hello beautiful, you are listening to episode 106 of the Africana Woman Podcast. My name is Chulu, your host. I am a storyteller by design, commander of words, entrepreneur and coach. Sis, are you new here? Welcome my darling. Where have you been? (laughs) We've been waiting for you. You have officially joined that family you never knew you needed. You are about to have those conversations you never knew people had. I am so excited for you. Click the subscribe button and when this episode finishes, head over to africanawoman.com to check out all of the resources we have for you. My sister. Hey, gorgeous. (laughs) So good to see you back here. Shout out to Winfrida, Donalia, and Grace Chosha. I loved your feedback. We had a little game going. So the game was to guess who the next guest was. But we don't have a winner this week. But I appreciate your participation. So thank you, thank you, thank you. I feel... It is my duty to make sure that no one is left behind. So if you are looking for a community and not just once-off events, we have a sisterhood called Africana Women Visionaries, which is a global community of African women who believe in prioritizing our health, that is, mental, physical, emotional, and spiritual health as a means to achieving true generational wealth. We have masterclasses, an accountability circle, journal prompts, networking events, virtual co-working spaces, and a couple other perks. Most importantly, it is a safe space that is judgment-free and authentic. Y'all know how we do. (laughs) If you want to connect with powerful, like-minded, and like-hearted women, AWV is available to you. So during the month of February, we are showing you love, love, love by offering an early bird subscription of $5 per month. Listen, it will never be this price again. So make sure you take advantage of this opportunity. When we get to the 1st of March, subscription will be $50 per month. So talking about love, we are picking up from the conversation we had with Zoe last week about being intentional about how you enter a relationship. And we are now exploring gender roles in African relationships. I had the pleasure of chatting with the author, Prudence Kabwe Gorimani. You see, I had to throw in the Kabwe. <laughs> so that Zambians also know that she's ours. She's not just Zimbabwean. <laughs> but please enjoy the conversation. Hello, 
Prudence Goremani was born in Zambia and moved to South Africa when she was about 10 years old. She currently lives in Ireland and moved there in 2019 on her husband's critical skills visa. She's a mom of two gorgeous kids. Despite having a law degree from UNISA, the move prevented her from getting the chance to practice. Prudence currently works as tech support for Sky. When she's not tending to her family or working, she pretty much has her head buried in a book. She loves, loves, loves fantasy, and she recently published her first book titled Happily Sort of Ever After. Now, guys, I am so excited to welcome (laughs) Prudence to the Africana Woman Mic. Please help me welcome her. Hi! (laughs) Hi, Chalu. (laughs) Thank you so much. I am so happy to be here. You know, just have this chat with you today. Uh, oh my gosh, there's like so many things that I want to talk about. Okay, yeah. so guys, you all know that we have a book club, which is the Africana Woman Book Club. And I believe it was November. Now I'm even losing track. Maybe it was October. Anyway, yeah, November. <laughs> November. We read yeah. Happily Sort of Ever After by Prudence. Let me tell you guys, if you have not read that book, like... What are you waiting for? Like, there was just drama. Ah, I, I was reading it and I was like, eh, what? And then, oh my gosh. Anyway, so I recommend that you go and get the book. Uh, we had a fantastic book review, which Prudence was able to attend as well. And she gave us insights into the book that you wouldn't get from just reading it. So, guys. Come and join us in Africana Women Book Club. But what I'm saying is that book is really good. So the premise of the book is really about relationships. And I think we'll dive a little bit into um, relationships even in the conversation today. Where did you meet your husband? In South Africa. So South Africa? No, no. He's actually from Zimbabwe. And yeah, you know, you have... A, a list or a standard or whatever you want to call it of what you want your life to pan out and you know I want you to get married to a Zambian person firstly because I love everything Zambian but I'm just pro-African I think you know yeah. <laughs> so I, I I wanted a Zambian man because I love the Zambian culture like one of the you know growing up you meet people that sort of become family uh, one of those uh, such people lived in the same uh, estate as my husband. So I think he saw me on a social media or something and he wanted to know me. So it was like an arranged relationship. <laughs> and then she contacted me, oh no, this guy is a really good guy. And yeah, so at that point, they we exchanged contact information and that's how we started talking. <laughs> So that was it. I, I actually haven't been to Zimbabwe to their home formally yet. I know, shameful. <laughs> but well, like, we've been married. <laughs> we've been married. It's, it's five years now. We're going to uh, six years next April. What has influenced, uh, I'm putting air quotes, you know, g- gender roles, mm-hmm. right? Is it culture? Mm. Is it the environment you found yourselves in? Um, is it just his personality? Yeah, I don't know. What are you, what are your thoughts? Um, so I will use my person as an example because he was 
born and spent the you know most of his life in Zimbabwe. Like you know, like Zimbabwe is as African as, as you know it, it, any you know such country can be. I'd say in as much as they don't, you know, I mentioned earlier in terms of cultural, you know, like they they don't really practices like they don't have it there in your face. This is what we do. But I feel like even in their spaces, there's a lot of the man is you know the head of the family. The the woman is just, you know, supposed to be helping him by making, you know, doing everything possible to make sure he, he performs his role. And his only one, you know, role there is more like to just bring in the money, go to work, come home. She's supposed to do everything else. He, pro- he grew up in such a community, but I feel with him, it was a case of the way he was brought up. Because in as much as we are products of our, you know, communities our societies the, the the people that bring us up have a huge role to play as well because you know children look and they see and they you know they learn they pick up on that so it, it was for him it's I, I firstly I, I want to say I believe society has a, a you know a, a huge influence on how a person sees you know the whole aspect of gender roles but then it's also a lot to do with the 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 the, the parenting she brought him up is is a, is a second boy of uh, three the the, the the she's got one sister there was no differentiation from what she says and from what she says said you are go go do this boys no he knew how to cook. That's why he's a great cook. I will say that my husband is a good cook. He's, he, he makes some things better than I do. Like we have a thing where he does the pastas in the house because when I do it, it doesn't taste as good. When he does it, it it's, it's cooked to perfection. He learned those skills from his mother. Like she taught him how to do these things. And it's things that I, I can see. I've inherited them now. I'm, I'm, I'm able to rest and go... He gets home from from the very moment we were married. He would get home. What should I cook? Or, you know, if I had not taken something out, like you didn't, what are we going to have? Can I start this? I'd be like, okay. It was a door she has to come because I worked as well in, in South Africa. I finished sometimes even later than him. So he got home. He was just close to his work. He got home way before, you know, I could. And it's not like, oh, no, Grumpy, we had to do this. No, he did it with joy. Like, he'd cook. It's like, it's in how we bring up our children. It's in, yes, I know we, it's on the grand scale of things, like, community-wise, society-wise, you can't influence everyone. There are people that are set in the way things need to be. You know, you need to kneel when you save your husband. Which funny story. When they came, the family... I went with my dish, you know, my jug and my basin to wash their hands. And I went on my knees. Didn't this man break out in a laugh? <laughs> my husband. <laughs> what are you doing? <laughs> Don't get us. <laughs> like, oh, okay. So this is happening. <laughs> but like the prudence in you goes, oh, go wash your hands. Come, let's eat, you know. Well, that's how we were when we were dating. I didn't see the need. Yeah, they were, the women were like, you need to do this when your husband gets in, take his bag, take his coach, you know, message. And no, I listened. Yeah, okay. Yeah, okay. But we had a relationship before all of this and we had things worked in a certain way. So I feel like it was more that. Um, 
And just as I always say, just with generally, it's how you bring up your kids. Society is not easily changed when they set in the, the, the way of how things sh- should happen. You know, you had um, like the whole um, Miss Independent vibes and all of that, right? What was that experience like for you when, for example, uh, one, you got married and then now you have to move to another country and not mm-hmm. necessarily um, be able to pursue the career that you thought you were going to do. You know what I mean? And I'm sure, like, this is just me guessing now, that, mm-hmm. you know, when you did move, your husband had a job, but then you initially didn't have a job. So then you are, like, financially dependent on him. You know what I mean? And I think a lot of yeah. people, or a lot of women experience difficulty especially when you're like the career woman and then you get married and then you finally you find yourself in a situation where oh okay I have to now be financially dependent on somebody else like how have you handled that yeah that was a tough one yeah (laughs) so in I know as I said so in South Africa I'd never had a moment where I didn't have a job except for obviously when I was on maternity leave it's like from when I had my very first job, I'd always been employed. And I'm such a person, like, I believe in being my best at the job. If there's the, like, if I, if there's a path to climbing that highest position, prudence is on the path. <laughs> like, I, I always tried to, to self, I, I, you know, worked in the bank. But then when I got in, they just, I had basic, uh, no qualification in the industry. Mm-hmm. I'm the kind of person that goes and, you know, studies and gets certified to be able to move to a bigger, better bank. And, you know, when I'm there, so I'd always been that. And I love money. Like, I, 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 cause I, I love my shoes, though right now it's a bit dialed down. <laughs> so, so I would, and I, I, you know, when you don't want someone to go, oh, but you can't or because you're asking from them. Mm. When we moved over, he was the only employed person. And yeah, when we were in South Africa at the time, the salary felt like it was a good salary. Like, you know, when you're, you haven't really arrived. Mm. Then when we arrived, it wasn't as good as, you know, we thought it would be in terms of catering for things because the cost of living here is just ridiculous. It's, it's so high. So I had to now, I, I couldn't instantly get a job. Um, it, it was a case of I had to try and work with, with what he was bringing in. Mm-hmm. Like I had to be this person who had to wait for, for, for the, 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 we had to, you know, get a budget done, which is where he comes in as well. So it was hard on my part because I wasn't contributing, but then he did things in such a way that we've, we'd always had this even from South Africa, I would say it wasn't my money, his money. When the money comes in the house, it's our money, which I feel like it's, I don't know, women look at this, like, because a lot of people, it's all, if it's the woman, it's her money. It's the guy, the the man's money that's supposed to cater to everything. So when we worked, we, is one person, this is something I found with him. It's not something I used to do myself before. He has a spreadsheet of his income. 
all the outgoings, like everything is listed there. This is what, you know, rent is this much, food is this much. You know, the, the list would go on and, and uh, in that way. So even when we moved here, it was something we still kept. Hmm. So, yeah, we have that income. Rent is this much. You know, by the time we were done, yeah, sure, in the first, uh, the first year, it's like there's nothing left. And we, you know, I couldn't get fancy clothes. I couldn't, you know, get my shoes anymore. So that that year indirectly was affecting me, I'd, I'd say. I probably wasn't very aware that it was, but it was. We, 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 like it was a strict sticking to the budget. What I used to have before wasn't there anymore. But we've, we gradually grew into this with every salary increase we got with, getting to a point where I got my first job as well, it was always, okay, just for example, we've got, say, 5,000 coming in, for, you know, in, in that case. It's, he's got, he's, because he's obviously the higher ender than I am right now. He'd bring his, you know, money. I'd bring my money. We get paid in one account, by the way, mm-hmm. a joint account. So we both have equal access to it. And then from that joint account, our budget is in such a way that, I don't think a lot of people do this. We even have allowances for each other. So we've got Prudence, X amount allowance, Brian, X amount allowance. On that budget, we've got kids' clothes. Mm. Every month we've got the thing. We've got our savings, X amount, which is a fixed amount. This is for our savings. And we've got things like parents' allowance. Yeah. We've like everything is on that budget. There are times, yeah, sure, where it's like, oh, this month we need to buy oil for the house eating. It's not a very, like an every month thing. So we would, before we get to it, it's drafted on the budget. And then we know that this is what comes in. We even have takeout on the budget. <laughs> like we allocate an amount specifically to that. So it's 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 a culture that we've sort of adapted from when we had very little to when we both have in, you know, to bring in money into the household. I get my allowance. That allowance is saved in my own personal account. He's got his own personal account as well. So it's either I spend it, which I spend mostly on books. I'm not proud of myself. <laughs> but, like, it's money I use for if I want to gift anyone. I, I come home with a lot of causes. Oh, no, this person, I saw the story online. This is what's going on. Can we, you know, put them in the budget? We will put it in the budget if it's, you know, agreed upon. I've never gone and like, oh, no, but I spent this because, no, Prudence, we've got a plan. This is what we, we, we're going to do. Even when I need clothes, it's something we go, oh, no, next month I think I want to get myself a few, you know, pairs of shoes or get some clothes. Oh, okay, how much do you need? We'll factor it in. So when the money is coming in, we know where it's going and there's no one who's hiding anything on the side. And mm-hmm. I'm not made to feel, you know, the, with the tag with the, because it's you're a woman, it's your money. Mm-hmm. I, I feel like that gives men that, you know, that permission to treat you anyhow, because you're not really doing anything for the home. So why should you have as much say as I do? Like it, it sort of really gets you to this position of no power Mm. but like if within your means you're bringing that contribution in and it's a hundred percent contribution because like marriage as as marvin says from the my book marriage is all about everybody bringing in their hundred hundred percent every person 
yeah, sometimes in my case, my 100% might be looked at as an 80% because it's not as great as what the other person is bringing in. But it's my best that's yeah, being yeah. brought in. Yeah. So it's it's always been that. And we've adapted that. Uh, like we it's it's a way of life for us it's 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 even if i want to do my hair i'll put it on the budget it doesn't come out of my allowance my allowance is just for me to spend on you know whatever i want to save it but we do that and we've never ever had a fight about finances we've never had to like oh we we at least once a week we'll have takeout because it's on the budget we've catered for it so it's not like We've never had to run out of money mid-month. We don't have food because, you know, the budget was there. And this, if anyone comes, I know, you know, with family, black tax, it's something we, somebody asks, we always go ask in advance. I don't mind so long as you yeah. tell me in advance. I, we understand where emergencies are concerned. Yeah, sure, they wouldn't have, I, like, I lost my dad. It was an emergency. I, we had to, you know, go into our savings and go, okay, we need to take out this for that. That's totally understandable. So it's always been that kind of setup where our finances are concerned. And I'd like to say we're in a happy space because of that. People fight over finances in relationships all the time. And the thing is, women want to keep a side pocket. You are investing your money. You are doing all of this. And then he's working hard and doing all of... Like, what's the point? You are supposed to be one unit. So... Do everything as one unit. I don't know how you feel about <laughs> the way we do things. Oh, no, I love it. For me, it says that, you know, like from his experience, from where he's coming from, that's what he was taught. And then, you know, it's yeah. like a good practice, which you have easily adapted to. And um, you've taken it on as this is how we do things in in our household. Right. I think where people struggle is where, you know, Maybe both parties are not used to talking about money. Both parties are not used to having a budget. Um, you know, it makes them either uncomfortable or um, mm. uh, I don't want to say selfish, but when you don't have it, you don't feel safe. So yeah. it makes you want to hoard, you know, mm. um, and be secretive about it and things like that, you know. So I, I think it's really nice that, you know, you found yourself in a in a in a relationship where talking about money isn't like mm. uncomfortable. <laughs> yeah. Mm. It's not, like it doesn't bring stress and strain, you know? Because I think that there are a lot of people just like from their experiences that they just don't even know where to start having those conversations. Mm. You know? So I think that's great. Um, okay. So as we are winding down, I'm just thinking about what is the one thing that you struggled with in marriage mm -hmm. where like, where's been you, your biggest growth point? I feel like it's with, it has to be the way I communicate. Mm. Mm. So uh, it's it's learning to see things from the other person's percept like perspective because you know when you you see things in a certain light you you expect everyone else to see things in in that way and only to find that no that that's not how it was received growing up the way I grew up I feel like I'd, I'd become very guarded with all the disappointments from my dad you know all the the issues that 
like we faced because of him. I, I, I think it was why I tried to become very self-sufficient where yeah. I didn't need a person. Mm. So whereas I, I feel like every man wants a woman that's like that vulnerable, you know, to them that gives them that ability to like be the man and just, you know, but also where the woman is gentle and looks up to this person in a way, like you're my savior to some respect, they want to feel that dominance, like, you know, not where you're like, because I always used to be, if you cheat on me, I'm out. Like, there's no two ways about it. I'm not someone who's going to tolerate it. And I still stand by that, by the way. But I, apart from that, it's also in the way I respond. Like when I'm angry, the way I talk, I'm very like, you know, clean cat, like you do this, like, you know, F off or do, <laughs> do this, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm such a person. So it was in learning that this is not the person that hurt you. This is not the, he's not your father. He's not the reason you, you know, you're, 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 you're in that frame of mind. It's, it's in, it's, I think slowly I'm learning to like, I don't know, I, I, sort of address him the way he ought to be like give him the the benefit of the doubt like i i don't have to be so guarded all the time yeah that's it yeah like i don't have to so it's taken something that i actually like would seek you know professional help over it's because it, it's, it's i feel like it's a big thing for me like having because truly like I pretty much did everything for myself and it's a case of you've had extended family that are in positions you know to to probably help you uh but you know how it is with like you're not my child not in so many ways but that's how I looked at it anyway so I'd, I'd had to fight and that fighting was I didn't compromise my dignity or my self-worth and all of that like I felt you know I'm gonna do this I'm gonna do this like then you obviously meet a person get married life worked out in a different way altogether than I'd have said I wanted it to so it's still a learning moment for me just being vulnerable and just being respectful also just being is very open with me there's no guarded secrets way like even phones and stuff like that to us it's normal i can go oh, i'm going here now my phone has died i'll grab his and run out the house it's like that's the kind of relationship we have but i need to learn to just still learning i'll say because i'm now aware of it and i'm only aware of it because apparently i've done it too many times mm. such that it sit me down that's something we do as well when you wrong the other person, you sit the other person down and you're like, this is how I feel. Yeah. And yeah, sure, maybe I'll be hateful in the way I'm saying this, but it's not meant to hurt you. It's just this is what you're doing to me and I feel like you're not respecting me in that way. Mm-hmm. So I pick up in, you know, I pick up on that and I try to become a better person. I try to just as I did before, learn to have him, we go to a place where I'm doing my hair, if he wants to pay for it, it's not so bad, Prudence, let the person, you know, do it. So that, that I'm not sure if I'm communicating it, you know, okay, but that, I feel like that's the thing for me. I've, 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 I grew up with so many disappointments, mm. with so much heartache, and I need to just learn that he didn't do that to me. 
Yeah. He shouldn't yeah. suffer for what another person did. So mm-hmm. learn to, to drop your guard. Give him room to make mistakes if he has to make any mistakes. Mm-hmm. Give him room to, yeah, there's some mistakes we never, ever would allow. <laughs> but like, you know, the general stuff, I don't have to be so, you know, iffy about it. Yeah. So I'd say that's been a big challenge, but also same with just parenting as well. Mm. I feel like I'm one of those people that learned only when they had kids that knowing what I know, I don't think I'd have wanted kids. (laughs) I love them. I die for them. But it took having them to know that, okay, I think I relate better with adults and he's a, a complete opposite to me. So it's also learning to not put so much of it on him. Mm. learning to know okay you're a parent also go there and do what parents do so yeah <laughs> I love that. you know um after the book review um that we did online yeah. we continue to have a conversation in the book club um on our whatsapp group right so yeah. um yeah so then someone was like ah does keegan really exist guys like is this possible <laughs> And I was like, ah, guys, no, there has to be Keegan out there. Like, please. <laughs> like, if you know someone, tell us. So you give us hope. And those <laughs> um, but I really do feel like just listening to you, for me, that sounds like, you know, like a Keegan, somebody who is, somebody who is giving, somebody who is emotionally available, you know, somebody who is, is not perfect. But willing to, you know, to become better and work on the relationship as is, you know. So, yeah. So, if I mean, if you guys have read the book, you're listening and you've read the book, then you know what I'm talking about when I talk about a Keegan. I love it. But thank you so much for sharing your story. And um, I know a lot of people are going to take a lot away from this. Now, we want to give back to you. Um, how do we find you? How do we find out more about you? Obviously, guys, you go and order the book. Hello. Happily sort of ever after. But how do we find out? Um, how do we keep in contact with you, your socials and all of that stuff? Okay, so right now I think the only social media platform I'm really mostly active on is on Facebook. Uh, so it's Prudence for Money if you want to follow me or just be friends. Um, and I will gladly ex- ex- accept your, your request. Other than that, it's on Instagram. I use the, so I'm at, at Kabwe Pru. So my middle name is Kabwe. So that's like Kabwe then Pru. Yeah, so that, those are the two places. Otherwise, like, you said Chulu, um, my book is on Amazon. If anybody wants to, you know, head over and just, you know, have a read, it's free on Kindle Unlimited, so you don't have to pay anything for it. However, you'll see the prices for the hard copy if you want one. If you want me to organize a copy for you if you're in Zambia, I can always, you know, work around that as well. So, yeah, that's it. <laughs> Thank you so much. I have so enjoyed this conversation. I've learned a lot. Thank you so much for having me. It's It's been lovely. Mm, my goodness. <laughs> Top things I picked up from this conversation. So number one, when she said, he is not the one who hurt you. He is not the reason that you are in that frame of mind. Listen, I was secretly shouting, preach my sister, preach. (laughs) 
we go through so much pain and heartache and it conditions us to react to the world around us in a way that we don't even recognize is toxic. We are the toxic ones, we the women, and we have to take responsibility for how we behave too, right? And I know as women, we want to dump all bad things on guys, you know, but we also play a role. I loved everything she said about how in her relationship, they handle their money. It is ours, not his, hers, you know. We have to normalize money conversations. So this is very key to learn how to talk about money in your relationship so as it is not used as a weapon. Guys, please give Prudence her roses. Find her on Facebook at Prudence Gorimani. Buy her book, Happily Sort of Ever After, on Amazon you will come back to me and tell me how good that book is. I promise. <laughs> Listen, this is just a small cut of the conversation that I had with Prudence. Her story is textured. It is fascinating. We talked about her childhood, her profession, and so much more. As an Africana woman visionary, you get exclusive access to the full interview. Head over to AfricanaWoman.com or email us at AfricanaWoman at gmail.com to become a visionary. For now, we are done. Thank you for listening. My playground is Instagram. Find me at Chulu by Design. The best way to support the podcast is to rate and review it on your podcast app. And this tells the algorithm to share it with more of our African sisters and good brothers out there. <laughs> Till next week, this podcast was produced and edited by Africana Woman Media.